We saw last time how David became a great king over Israel. Yet David was just a man. The time would come when he would die. And what would happen then? God didn't leave David in the dark on that question. Let's read what God said to David in 2 Samuel chapter 7. Moreover, Yahweh tells you that Yahweh will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you shall sleep with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you, who shall proceed out of your bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my loving kindness shall not depart from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before you. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. In the immediate context, God is talking of David's son Solomon, who would assume the throne after him. But notice the language used here. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Your house and your kingdom will be made sure forever before you. Your throne will be established forever. Like David, Solomon was just a man. He too would die. And although other kings in the Davidic line would follow him, the kingdom would split and eventually all the people were taken into exile. Although a remnant would return, there would be no king in David's line to rule over them from Jerusalem. So how was this promise to David fulfilled? We can find the answer to that in Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 to 10. A shoot will come out of the stock of Jesse and a branch out of his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of Yahweh will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of Yahweh. His delight will be in the fear of Yahweh. He will not judge by the sight of his eyes, neither decide by the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the poor and decide with equity for the humble of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will kill the wicked. Righteousness will be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat. The calf, the young lion, and the fattened calf together, and a little child will lead them. The cow and the bear will graze, their young ones will lie down together, the lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child will play near a cobra's hole, and the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of Yahweh as the waters cover the sea. It will happen in that day that the nations will seek the root of Jesse, who stands as a banner of the peoples, and his resting place will be glorious. Isaiah is writing long after the time of David, but also long before the time of Christ. He says that while the house of David might appear to have fallen on hard times, a shoot will come out of the stock of Jesse. It is through this shoot that the promise to the David will find its ultimate fulfilment. In this passage, Isaiah tells us many things about the one who was to come. He tells us that the Spirit of Yahweh will rest upon him. We learn that he will judge in righteousness and decide with fairness. 
We're also told that it will be him who slays the wicked and causes both prey and predators to lie down together in peace. In his reign, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of Yahweh, and all nations will seek the root of Jesse, and his resting place will be glorious. What we have described here is much more than a local kingdom centred on a country in the Middle East. We saw earlier that this kingdom will be established forever. Now we find that it is a, it is a worldwide kingdom, and that all the nations will seek it.